Hi, welcome to The Road Least Traveled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. In this episode, I'm going to tell you why losing most of your friends, either suddenly or over a period of time, is a very good sign. Now, this is not for everyone. It's for people who have suddenly lost uh, contact with their friends or family members. And you're wondering why. And you're, I mean, assuming that you do shower every day, you haven't offended anyone or messed around with their spouses, losing friends in hordes usually means that you're going through a spiritual awakening. So losing friends is one of the most obvious signs when most of your friends vanish just like that, especially the ones you've known your whole life. Now, that's a good indication because that's because your energy vibration is changing or has changed. You don't operate in the same frequency and you have a feeling that you've just lost that connection. It starts with a feeling. All this happens on a subconscious level and you may drive yourself crazy wondering what you did to cause them to vanish. Not just friends, but family members as well, you know. But don't worry, I went through this very confusing phase and now I want to share with you why and how it happened so you don't feel so uncomfortable. I want to say that I'm not a therapist or a psychologist. I'm just an ordinary person who went through some tough times. I know that we each have a unique path and that no two people have the exact same path. I'm just sharing with you what I've learned so you feel supported through this journey. It's a lonely one, but it's worth it. When you grow, when you become a new version of yourself, well, preferably a better one, your energy, your vibration or frequency changes. And this isn't an unproven assumption, okay? This is physics. Everything in the universe is made up of energy. So when your energy or soul frequency changes, the energy level of all the atoms in your body changes. So when your soul frequency changes, you start tuning into people and circumstances that have the same energy vibration. And the way to know that you've become a better version of yourself is when your external circumstances change for the better. Let's say you update the software of your computer. Yeah, You will naturally expect incompatibilities with older versions of software, right? You can't connect with them anymore. And you also expect compatibility with the latest improved apps. Well, in the same way, when we update our soul vibration, we become incompatible with those that haven't upgraded theirs. It's really as simple as that. However, when you're in the process of upgrading, you know that little icon, that little wheel that goes round and round in circles while you wait? That's the fuzzy no man's land where you don't connect with anything. That's when you feel completely alone. You've lost contact with those that remain in the previous version, and you're not quite settled into the new version yet. Like a, like a teenager who's neither boy nor man, neither girl nor woman, if that sort of thing. Oh, and incidentally, 
um, one day I was pruning the rambutan and mangosteen trees. Now, I'm not a farmer. When I came to live here several years ago, I knew nothing about farming. Not one thing. I didn't even know that fruit trees needed pruning. So gradually, my fruit trees became barren and diseased with fungus and all sorts of bugs and ant infestations. And then I started pruning them because the branches were getting too heavy and dense. It was more for aesthetics, actually. And then within a month, they were abundant with fruit. I mean, like big, juicy, healthy fruit. I couldn't believe it. Yes, okay, anyone would know that it's because the trees were strengthened after getting rid of unnecessary branches and leaves, but I didn't know. And the bonus was that the fungus and bugs and ants disappeared too. And that's because there's enough space between the branches and leaves for sunshine and fresh air to get through. So when you prune your soul of unnecessary stuff, you raise the health of your soul. Good stuff then comes into your life and certain friends disappear, you know, like those bugs and ants, because they don't like sunlight and fresh air, well, metaphorically speaking. This soul pruning causes a chain reaction. But before the good stuff comes in, you'll be caught in between stages where your life seems empty. But know that this is temporary. Because when you raise your soul's frequency to another level, you'll eventually get to a place where people and circumstances function on that same level. You hear them, they hear you, you understand each other, and your life becomes better in so many ways because you have grown. And to grow, you have to leave your old life behind. With spiritual awakening, your life will definitely change. It's just not possible to remain the same and the most obvious change is that we lose most of our friends and our family members for different reasons. Some will lose contact with you without even knowing it. You just drift apart, the months turn to years, and you just think of them less and less. Sometimes friends just drift away over time, and it could just be due to lifestyle changes. Like, for example, if they got married and they had children, and their lifestyle is just completely different to yours if you're single or you don't have children. That's, I mean, that's a given. It's just a physical lifestyle change. But there is also a change on a deeper level. And that you can tell more obviously when some friends disappear uh, quite instantly because they feel highly triggered by your new energy. And some can even be repulsed by it. Yes, repulsed. But that's not on you. You didn't do anything to them. It's just your energy. It's just your mere presence that shines a light onto parts of them that they don't like. It gives them a glimpse of their own demons and it irks the shit out of them because they don't want to look inside themselves. It's easier to point a finger at you, isn't it? So let them go and figure it out themselves. It's not your problem. You have enough to deal with because you don't project onto others. That's already a huge favor to them, okay? Well, now that you know that you're triggering so many people, you can do it for fun. But seriously, I read an anonymous quote somewhere that says, you're not required to set fire to yourself to keep others warm. So there, their discomfort is not your responsibility if you've done nothing wrong to them. Some of you might try to explain 
or to get to the bottom of it as to why your friendship has deteriorated. And you will spend a lot of energy trying to do that and not knowing why they suddenly seem to dislike you or they're avoiding you. It's only natural to want to talk about it. But the more you want to talk about it, the more you repel them. Because on a subconscious level, and they're not aware of this, on a subconscious level, you are really triggering them. And they are getting more and more repulsed by this light that you are inadvertently shining onto their demons. It makes it really uncomfortable for them. So I think it's best to just focus on your own growth and if they do their own work separately, one day you might come back together. One day, you know, they might come back as a, a new version of your friend. When you go through a spiritual awakening, and do keep in mind that there are many levels of spiritual awakening, yeah? We're all at different levels. And losing friends is just one of the signs if you want to know more about the other signs, please go to the episode titled 30 Signs of Spiritual Awakening. It covers most stages. I say most stages because I'm aware that I might not have gone through all the stages yet, but I think I've gone through most of them. Now, everyone gets the chance to awaken. We have chances every day. But whether we take those opportunities or not depends on how stubborn we are, how strong our egos are. If we resist, the opportunities will still come our way. It's just that we become more and more miserable if we don't take those chances, but they'll still come our way. And I'll tell you why later. So everyone gets the opportunities. We're on equal ground. There's no discrimination. It's the best deal in the world. I know this to be true because when I look back, I've had countless chances even when I didn't deserve it. Actually, especially when I didn't deserve it. The universe, or God if you prefer, is an unconditionally loving parent. Its patience is so immense. We are the ones that refuse to take the opportunities it gives us. Why? Because the process is extremely hard, it's very uncomfortable, disorienting, and sometimes even terrifying. But because the universe loves us so much, it's willing to be the bad guy in order for us to get the most out of our life, to emerge from that awakening, transformed into someone much, much stronger, happier, and fully at peace. Out of everyone that gets these opportunities, of course, some won't even consider taking them. And it's their choice. It may not be their purpose in this life to go through spiritual awakening. Some people will put a toe into the water and then withdraw immediately because maybe it's too cold or it's too hot or it's too murky. And some will go through it and give up halfway because it's just too hard. It requires a lot of courage and determination to play this long game month after month, year after year, sometimes with no indication of any light at the end of the tunnel. And on top of all that going on, you have no friends to talk about it. But I promise you, if you're listening now, if you're listening up to this point, then you are one of those who are willing to go through the process of spiritual awakening, no matter how tough it is. So I promise you there is light at the end of the tunnel. Don't give up. You won't regret a single moment of this darkness. Think of it this way. 
just before your awakening, maybe years or months before, didn't you feel all alone even when you were surrounded by tons of people anyway? It's a delusion to believe that being with people only on a physical level means something. It doesn't. It's a delusion, a distraction. Deep down, you know that you don't connect on a deeper level, a level that's enriching and meaningful, whatever meaningful means to you. The main reason that most people won't take the path of spiritual awakening is because it's unknown territory. It's not on the beaten path, the, the common roads. Everything we thought we knew is turned upside down. Our beliefs and values no longer mean anything to us. And we're in an utter state of confusion that feels damn uncomfortable. Nobody understands what we're going through because they don't want to. And for most people, their egos will resist these changes because the ego seeks control at all costs sometimes. This is where we have to give up control. The universe and all its power can't help us if we resist. Not because we are more powerful, but because we have free will and the universe respects that. Now, it's very, very important for you to remind yourself that one of the first changes you'll notice when you go through spiritual awakening is that you start losing friends and family members. A lot of people would panic, but don't worry. Most people abandon ship when the sea gets rough. But if you stay and weather through the journey, you know, go through seasickness, sunburn, scurvy and whatnot, you will eventually reach the whitest, cleanest, calmest and most peaceful beach. And the best thing is that it won't be crowded. And there you'll find your tribe. So hang in there. Don't lose hope. All the best to you. Thanks for listening and hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it. 